and my point is, is that I see a lot of fat girls who gain a lot of weight from being caught up in this movement and turning around five, six, seven years later talking about damn. I don't care how many of her cronies want to sit here and be like, oh yeah, she was just, she just cares about people, she just wants people to be healthy. I don't care. All you have is opinion and a preconceived notion about what health is. I'm not moved. <laughs> Let's go, Abba. Let's go. <laughs> that we're just denying science at this point. This is dangerous. Bruce Lawn. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Pioneer, pioneer of the fat acceptance movement says she regrets it. This is a touchy subject. Buckle up. Might get in your feelings here. All right? But this is an important conversation that I don't think we have enough, especially as Christians. The idea of your physical fitness. 70% of Americans are overweight. 40% of Americans are morbidly obese. This is important. And a lot of it is now shifting, not just in what's happening in culture, but shifting in how culture views this. The ideology is bleeding into politics. It's bleeding into all kinds of other stuff. And it's dangerous because when we can't call evil, when, when, when society starts calling evil good and good evil, it's dangerous. That doesn't mean that I am not empathetic to what it's like to be overweight. Okay, I was just 201 pounds. I'm five foot 10 and a half, 201 pounds uh, five weeks ago. I just lost 15 pounds. Okay, I'm, I, I understand. I naturally have an issue with food. Like, I, I love food, okay? So I, I understand the struggle that many of us go through in a real way. But let's jump into this video. So this is from Abba and Preach. If you aren't familiar with Abba and Preach, they have a pretty dope YouTube channel. They cover this. And they just this is a good summary of all of these different fat positivity influencers. All right, so let's make sure we got the right speed on this. Let's check this out. I'm gonna say something controversial and I don't care. I don't care how trendy or cute or fun it seems to be fat. Don't let that shit with your head. Don't let the idea that, oh, I could catch it no matter how big I am, cause you to forget about your health and to keep gaining weight. I actually feel kind of guilty for being a part of this movement. And I know it's not my fault or my responsibility to keep other people's health, but being a pioneer in this game, like I literally was one of the first influencers to work with Fashion Nova before they even had a plus size line. So Fashion Nova then ruined all of y'all lives with, the, with these plus size fat positivity lines. I say I'm a pioneer, I'm a pioneer. I'm one of the main reasons why we have the plus size fashion industry that we have. And you could argue with anybody, that's the truth. And my point is, is that I see a lot of fat girls who gain a lot of weight from being caught up in this movement and turning around five, six, seven years later talking about, damn, I let my health go to shit. I got this problem now. I'm 400 pounds. I can't do this. I can't do that. Babe, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Being attractive, being able to still wear nice clothes is not the end all be all. You got to really think about your health. Because when you're in your 20s, you think that life is just rainbows and candy. You don't even think about the future. But when you start creeping up in age, babes, it's going to catch up to you. I don't care what nobody say. I'm not saying that every fat person is unhealthy. Hello, I'm fat. I'm not claiming that you got to hate fat people. That's literally the opposite of what I'm saying. But let's be mm -hmm. for real. Health is real. Organs failing is real. Diabetes, heart disease, all that shit is real. Okay? It's not <laughs> phobic to care about your health. And if nobody else wants to say it, let me fucking tell you the truth. Love yourself at any size. Wear the clothes you want to wear. But don't forget that your heart has to beat, babes. Don't forget that your blood sugar has to keep a balance, babe. 
No amount of Instagram pictures looking cute and being an influencer wearing a size whatever you are is gonna stop your heart from not beating if you eat in bacon every day. And this is coming from someone who's learning those 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 lessons now myself. So to the younger girls, the younger generation, take care of your health. It's not fat phobic to take care of your health. It's not a joke. And I'm saying this out of love, not out of self-hate. I see a lot of my fellows, fellow content creator, fellow plus She's size, flowing. fellow bloggers, whatever you want to call them, plus size models, now talking about wanting to get healthy, now talking about needing to da-da-da-da. Because five, six, seven years ago, when they were 22, when they were 21, 25, it wasn't a problem. Now you're 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, whatever the case is, and you're like, I can't get pregnant. I'm getting, I have this problem. I got that problem. The problems creep up, babe. And the reality is loving yourself also includes taking care of your body. If you <laughs> Come on. If you want this body to last 100 years, you got to take care of it. So don't let me, don't let nobody else convince you that taking care of your health is fat phobic. And if somebody's telling you that, it's because they're miserable and they want you to die and stay fat like them. Sheesh. One time. One time for that young lady. I mean, she's just dropping gems. This is becoming something that we're calling good, that we're just denying science at this point. This is dangerous. That doesn't mean you're a bad person if you struggle with food. I, again, I've struggled with food, okay? But when we start denying objective science, this is dangerous. Not to mention we saw that food pyramid thing that they came out with a study on how wild it was and they created that chart and exposing how wild some of the stuff that's coming out is about food, all right? And, and nonsensical it to is. To what the other girls just said. I don't even like to make videos anymore, but I have to say something about this because um, I have some, some own opinions on this. As a fat person myself, why are you mad that there are more fat influencers? We grew up not having any, us, the people that are in our 20s, grew up not having any um, Tumblr promoted very much pro-animal shit. And, um, there are ways we can censor that now because there are more fat creators that people can go to to look for. I don't think that y'all really care about other people's health because y'all don't talk about skinny people. Y'all don't talk about, you know, y'all don't, your mindset, you don't have disabled people in your mind. You don't have people that have medical issues. You don't have people that were born that way. My uncle was born big bone. Stop using disabled people Please. to shield yourself mm. from valid criticism. Mm. And <laughs> Let's go, Abba. Let's go! <laughs> because they got a valid reason to be fed that it makes, and not even that, because even disabled people, like, we have to do a lot to maintain it and fight mm -hmm. it, okay? And they're not, th they're not talking like you. Mm -hmm. Don't use, oh, they got a thyroid, that's not you. Stop, and, and the people you're using hate when you do that too. They hate it. Don't, you, you only care about disabled people when they're convenient for your argument. The person ah. of people affected with hypothyroidism is 5%. It's not all you. 5%. 5% of people who have this as an actual thing, right? So I already left a comment about this and I wasn't gonna say anything else because my moods are already gathering her. <laughs> but I gotta say something, like I, I really tend to sit back and mind my business. I'm not minding my business because it's people like her that generally make my ass itch to the 10th degree. Y'all only ever wanna have conversations about health and wellness when it comes to fat people. No, that isn't true. People have conversations about health and wellness when it comes to alcoholics, when it comes to people on substance abuse. People talk about health and wellness on a whole different variety of stuff. They talk about it in a sexual context when people are out there doing things frivolously. That's why there's so much sexual awareness. We talk about health so often it's crazy. And I'm grateful. I think it's good. We need to be more conscious, especially when there's so much bad shit we can eat. There's so many bad habits we can easily fall into. When so many things are easily accessible. We're talking about banning cigarettes in places. Health is a common discussion in our site, guys, because people are becoming much more health conscious today than they have ever been. These are W's. These are W's that they're spitting right here. And absolutely, they, they, the responses to this 
one again, one of the pioneers of this whole movement, the goalpost just keeps getting moved. It just keeps getting moved. It's really sad. It's really, really, really sad. Grew up in a time where people used to be smoking indoors. How do you think that changed? Who remembers that? If you're down south, some of you goobers still smoke indoors. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I've been to places and I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Shocked. Now, folks still smoke indoors, right? Tell me, tell me if you remember places or if you've been somewhere recently where people smoke indoors. Hey, you want to see something crazy? 67% of the people who watch this channel are not subscribed. Do me a quick favor. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you stay up to date on all the videos here on the Bless God Studios channel. People started voicing health concerns. It became a big topic of conversations. And then there was a bunch of laws that ended up being passed because they felt like it was an issue. And the same thing you said for a lot of different habits. Health is often discussed, so I reject the notion that we don't talk about it. That is not true. Yeah. What do you want? It's good. Huh? Say that one more time. Y'all only ever want to have conversations about health and wellness when it comes to fat people. Y'all are not addressing food deserts. Food deserts are a real thing. Food deserts are a real thing. But now we have Instacart. I don't think, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but Instacart's 10 bucks a month plus the delivery fee. I mean, you can get a family Instacart, right? Y'all not talking about how unaffordable health care is. Un- unaffordable health care is probably unaffordable because we treat the symptom and not the cause. That's what drives all the premiums up. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Now, I have no problems with figuring out a way to get more people healthcare, as we've talked about with the Mr. Beast and and the blindness thing. But if people are just being treated for the symptoms of diabetes and not being treated for the cause of diabetes, that's that's out of pocket. Ration their insulin because they can't afford it. Now, that's sad. People ration insulin because they can't afford it. That's really sad. Do you know how expensive asthma inhalers are? I remember people talking about healthcare not being accessible for a long time. It has nothing to do with you. People with all kinds of disabilities, different issues, health problems, having to go to avoid the hospital because you don't want to pay a big medical bill. Like, this has been a topic. How do you think Obamacare even came about or some of the subsequent bills that came afterwards? This idea that people don't talk about the healthcare system and how things are unaffordable is totally not true. Mm. This is not true. Yeah. This comes down to the same thing that I was saying earlier. It was like, it almost looks like every fat person who like does this kind of stuff online has the same talking points and they repeat it verbatim. Mm-hmm. You bring up that there's a health crisis and that people got to make better choices and they start rattling off things where they can deflect and not have to talk about the issue. But that's exactly what that this trigger does. They don't necessarily answer the question or they don't really, whenever I'm going to do a video talking about whatever the person is, like a reaction, but she's not responding to whatever anything she, she said, the other person said, that's most. I don't care how many of her cronies want to sit here and be like, oh yeah, she was just, she just cares about people, she just wants people to be healthy. I don't care. All you have is opinion and a preconceived notion about what health is. I'm not moved. No bounds are moving over here. We don't have to move you. It'd be very difficult, but we don't have to. Oh. We don't have to try. <laughs> this man's out of control. He's out of control. No, 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 I don't care. I don't care. We don't got to move you. You're going to hit your 40s and you're going to be moved by the doctor. You're going to be moved by a health diagnosis. You're going to be moved by your shortness of breath. You're going to be moved when you struggle to take a You're going to be moved when you struggle to get out of cars. You're going to be moving and you're going to be moved when you can't move because your knees are fucked up. We don't got to do nothing. You will see the dark future that comes for you because guess what, honey? Nobody gets to be your way and gets to be very old in life. They don't. The vast majority of them are dying. I don't have sympathy. I start to lose it after a time when I realize that you are out here hurting other people with this rhetoric. You lose me. 
because I've seen too many people I care about have to die. People that were amazing contributors in society die because they didn't have any more limbs to cut off after diabetes. No. Mm -hmm. Their heart just gave out. Mm -hmm. oh. Life is going to do two things. Either move you or remove you. Oh. Bars. That is a bar. Life is going to do two things. Either move you or remove you. Wow. That is a bar. Trust me. Yep. Mm-hmm. This one was really interesting because like her main rebuttal was just immediately drawing a bunch of like false equivalencies to try and make her point when really they have nothing to do with anything. Like, yes, all of those things are very valid things to talk about in the medical system, very valid concerns, but just because all of those things exist does not mean we shouldn't talk about other things that exist. Thank you. Shout out to you, homegirl. This is Megan Ann. Shout out to you, big Megan, Megan Ann. Are you really going to sit here and tell me obese people aren't as big as you think they are when, because when I look at this photo, um, what? I'm not saying that you have to look like the two women on the left, but there is something clearly wrong with the woman on the right. Not saying that she's not worthy and deserving of love because she is, but she's unhealthy. She can hardly fit in her freaking shoes. Bruh. What are we looking at, fam? That's not Photoshop. What are we doing as a society? What are we doing? I am so confused. Why on earth would we promote people walking around and looking like this? It's not healthy. And it's honestly mean to say that someone is beautiful and all this stuff when it's like we're literally lying to them and making them think that it's okay to be that way when it's really not because it's hurting their health and it's shortening their lives. If you really care about people, you tell them the truth. I just saw the video that everyone on Body Positive TikTok is talking about and I want to make a very quick point that anyone who talks about fatness being trendy or a trend or cool, don't listen to them. They're not credible. Anyone who says that is honestly delusional because look at how fat phobic and diet centric and just demonized fat people and fatness is in society. Who is saying it's a trend? Who is saying it's trendy? It's demonized everywhere. What's to look forward to? What's cool about it? What's trendy? Getting harassed on every single platform? You can be both. You can be trendy and demonized. That's a good point. Black people are demonized, but hella trendy. I don't know if we ready to have that conversation. It's been trendy on TikTok. People are stealing the dances and doing that and everything in the third, stealing the music and all that. Trendy, demonized. Mm. Mm. You can be both. There's ways in which, even though something can be demonized in certain subsectors, mm -hmm. in other ones, we can be encouraging and pushing it to people and making it cool and accessible. Hence yep. what he's talking about right there. Even though yep. in general society looks down on this whole being fat and being obese, absolutely. There's other mm -hmm. subsectors. Subs subsections of the internet in different places, which encourages it, which makes it acceptable or almost enables people to continue doing so. When they were out here saying like, you can eat anything, there are no bad foods. If you want to eat Oreos, go ahead. And they're saying stupid, and that's a nutritionist paid for by food companies. That's them creating messaging to get to you. This is called food neutrality. It's a whole movement right now. So a uh, couple quick tips, cause I don't want to leave you guys hanging, okay? Most of us are addicted to sugar. Most of us eat our body weight in sugar every year. That's crazy to think about. We eat our own body weight and sugar. Sugar it does not satiate, satiate you. It makes you want more sugar. Where do you want to, if you want to get started, where do you get started? Cut out the sugar. It's very difficult. Try to go a week without sugar. You'll have a headache day one. You'll feel like crap day one, day two. The second thing is because of how processed the food is, we eat a lot of high caloric, low nutrient low volume foods okay so they're high in calories they tend to be high in sugar or high in high fructose corn syrup but they're small and they're high in calories so just think candy that's the most radical extreme but you could also put pop tarts in there you could also put right any anything that's processed is going to have a ton of calories for a small volume of food meaning it doesn't even take up that much space in your stomach because it's so, it's so tiny right so you can eat a couple Oreos and that'd be like 500 calories, right? 
So it's the volume of the food. It's the sugar that keeps you addicted to the food and keeps you up and down and keeps you crashing. What I've been doing and what I've done, this this is my second time doing this. And I and I like gain 10 pounds, lose 10 pounds, gain 10 pounds, lose 10, until I started doing this. And this is going to sound radical to some of you guys. This is going to sound radical to some of you guys, but it's the truth. What I've been doing is drinking a lot of water. I've been eating about two pounds of lean chicken a day. I've swapped out carbs in terms of starchy carbs, processed carbs, breads, grains, fruits. Swapped it all out for greens. I'm eating about 1,800, 1,900 calories a day, but I'm getting my fuel from clean carbs like broccoli and cauliflower and leafy greens, and I'm getting uh, my fuel from fats, the salad dressing in my fats. This is called the Empty Your Bucket Plan. You can go buy the book. It's 10 bucks. I feel incredible. I sleep better than I ever have. I am not craving any foods. Any any desire for food I have is more um, it's more mental and less physical. I don't do any sugar anymore. I don't do any grains. I don't do any breads. I'm not even doing starchy carbs right now. So no sweet potatoes, nothing. My goal is I got another, I'm trying to get to 171. And uh, that's phase one of the program. And it's great. It's great. It's hard. It's hard, especially that first week. I did it through Christmas. I did it through New Year's Eve. It is hard. But you instantly like, whoa, I feel better. I'm more alert. I'm more awake. I don't crash. I don't have these ups and downs through my days. So uh, that's what I'm doing. It's called the Empty Your Bucket Plan. Hey, this clip is from our daily after-party stream. If you enjoyed it, consider signing up for our Patreon community for only $5 a month where you get access to the replays of our daily after-party streams as well as the uncut extended versions of our podcast, Discord access that's private, and a discount code for our merch store, only $5 a month. And ultimately, it's the best way to help us contextualize the gospel of Jesus using media, podcasting, and of course, YouTube. The link for that is in the description or in the pinned comment. The perks are amazing. You should get on there. It's only $5 a month. I'll see you over there, all right? Peace.